Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay. Per Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, Masechet Ketubot. Uh, the, the Torah tells us that if someone violates a na'ara, a na'ara is a girl just over 12 years old, and uh, she was not engaged, she was not in the status of Erusin, the Torah tells us we pay 50 shekel fine to her father. So now the Mishnah talks about a case where the, um, the na'ara was engaged. What would be the, the, the law? Na'ara shenit aresa venit garasha. Concerning a, a, a girl who was betrothed, Irusin, and then she was divorced before she got violated. Um, Rabbi Yosea Galili says, there's no fine that comes to her. The violator doesn't have to pay any knas to anyone. Rabbi Akiva says she does have a fine, but instead of, be, of that fine being paid to the father, the fine is, uh, is paid to her. That's the uh, that's the difference in the in the situation. Hamefate noten sheloshad devarim vehaones arbaa. Hamefate is a seducer. He pays for three things, uh, but the violator, the one who actually commits the act, he pays for four things. If a person was to violate a, a girl, hamefate noten boshet ufgam uknas. The seducer has to pay for the shame that he made her suffer. The devaluation, we're going to talk about this, which is the amount that her value is, is reduced, her market value, um, uh, as a, if she was sold as a maidservant. Um, and as well, uh, pegam. Uh, pegam is the, uh, uknas, sorry, boshet, pegam, uknas. And the, and the fine of the 50 shekalim. Mosif alav ones shenotenet atzaad. But the violator who, who is with this girl against her will, in addition to those three, he also has to pay for the tzad. The tzad is the physical pain that he inflicted on this on this girl. The seducer doesn't pay for the uh, the pain because um, the na'ara um, uh, consented to, to being with him. That's the difference between a seducer and a violator. And the pain is therefore not not considered uh, significant. You know, you don't have to uh, you know th- think way out of the box. Or right? a person that is in the status of, of raped. Okay, you should violate it. There's much more pain involved in a person who uh, consented to the act. So, ma ben ones la mefate. What is the difference between a violator and a seducer? So, it repeats that the violator pays for the pain. But the seducer does not pay for pain. The violator has to pay the fine right away, even if he, uh, if he marries this girl. He has to uh, pay the fine right away. But the seducer pays the fine only if he divorces her, meaning or, or sends her away, meaning chooses not to marry her. If he does marry her, then he's exempt from the fine. And last difference, The violator drinks from his pot. We'll see what this means. Uh, we're going to see that it means that he must marry her even if she's repulsive. The seducer can send her away if he wants to. He can choose whether he marries her or not. So Mishnah elaborates. 
What does it mean that the, the violator needs to drink from his pot? Even if she is crippled, he's blind, or she's afflicted with sarat and boils, he cannot refuse to marry her because she, uh, because she has any of these physical defects. However, if there was a matter of immorality that was discovered, meaning let's say she committed adultery, while she was uh, married to him, or let's say she was unfit to marry a Jew, so let's say she was a mamzeret. In that situation, he's not allowed to keep her, has to get rid of her. Why? The Pasuk tells us, The Pasuk says that a violator has to take, uh, she becomes a wife to him, which implies that it's a woman who is halachically fit for him. If she's a mamzeret, she's not uh, halachically fit. And uh, if she was, um, if she acted immorally, also not halachically fit. Yetoma shenit arsa venit karsha. If when the crime, oh, question. So people will take uh, advantage of mamzeret in this way. If they know if she's a mamzeret, then people can take advantage of her. But she, they, they can't, oh, but they can't keep her as a wife. You're saying you're going to take advantage and not keep her as a wife? Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're, I don't have a solution for that. It's a, t- you're a tough situation. Tough situation. You know? Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, right? If when, the, when he, he did the crime, the Nada was an orphan or was uh, engaged in a divorce, betrothed and divorced, uh, the, the, the fine we said is to her and not the father. The seducer is completely exempt from paying the fine because by con- when the woman consented to the to the cohabitation, she is uh, she waived her right to the fine part. But the honest, the violator, he has to pay the fine. He forced her to live with her. Uh, she didn't waive any other other rights. What is considered? Um, the payment for shame. It all depends on the social status of the one who caused the shame, the man, and the social, social status of the one who suffered the shame, which is the girl. So if the man is on a high level, a very respected man, then the shame that he inflicts on the girl is less than if he was of a low status. And the opposite is true of the na'ara. If she is on a high status, then the shame she suffers is greater than if she was on a lower status. Pegam, how do I value the, uh, the devaluation? Ro'in We view her as if she was a maidservant who was going to be sold in the marketplace to someone who wanted her as a, to, uh, like a servant and a wife at the same time. How much was she worth um, when she was a wife as a virgin? And how much would she worth now as a wife when she's no longer a virgin? The difference, that is the pegam that the person, uh, that the person pays. Um, let's do one more Mishnah. Uh, whenever a girl is subject to sale by her father at a certain age, up to the age of uh, 12, 
from the age of 1 to 12. In the olden days, the father used to arrange the marriage. All right? So she, he was, it was called Mecher. He said, yes, sell the daughter for, mar- for a marriage. As long as the woman is, uh, the girl, is subject to the sale by the father, meaning up to the age of a nada, so up to 12, okay, then there's no fine. If that girl, if an 8-year-old is violated or seduced, there's no fine that, uh, that goes because there's no fine imposed in the case of a ketana. And whenever there is a fine, then she's not subject to sale by her father. Mishnah elaborates, Ketana, a girl that's under the age of 12, she is subject to sale from her father, but not she cannot get the fine. Anara is, she is over 12 and has two pubic hairs. That's the status of Anara. She gets the fine, but is not subject to sale. And the bogeret, the bogeret is six months after the na'ara stage. Ha bogeret enla lo mecher velo knas. She doesn't get mecher. She cannot be subject to sale. At that point, she's a full-fledged adult. She can make her own decisions. Uh, and she can choose to marry who she wants. And as well, lo knas, she does not have a fine because she's not, uh, she's not na'ara. Okay, we'll stop here.